You're listening to a message from Every Nation GTA. For more information, please visit our website at everynationgta.org. Good morning, everyone. Yeah, it's a lovely day today to be in church. And uh, Bert, Sheila, and Richard are not here today because uh, they are in our Go Conference in South Africa. So please continue to pray for them. Well, I spoke to Bert the other day and said uh, that they were just uh, so refreshed by the Spirit of God. And so I'm kind of a little bit um, envy. But you know what? This coming 2026, we will be having our Go Conference. And guess what? It's going to be in the Philippines. So, So I'd like to invite everyone to... Pray for that, okay? So you have a double purpose of going back for some Filipinos here. Go back in the Philippines to see your family and also your spiritual family. Also, I'd like to honor our pastor, uh, Pastor Bert. I know he's not here, but uh, for entrusting me the pulpit to preach the word uh, this morning to all of us. And I believe God has a special word for us today. We're going to take a quick break from our series, uh, Deconstructing Life Under the Sun. Um... We'll have to pray for, for Lucas and Daniel and for some of our church members that are sick. And uh, and that's why I'm here today. I, I was uh, talking to someone here today and saying that I feel like this is an accident. Um, this is like an accident. But, you know, God just reminded me in the scripture that, you know, at the end of the day, there's not really an accident. In all things, he works together for the good of those who love him. So... Yeah, so I, I'm, I believe that God has a word for all of us. But before we go into the word, I'd like us to pray again for those who are sick and, uh, and for the word that will be preached for us this morning. Lord, we commit to you this time, this morning, God. Lord, you are a healing God. So we lift up to you, everyone, Lord, our church members that are feeling sick because of the changing of weather. But we ask God that you would touch them and heal them even right now in Jesus' name. We pray and lift up to you, Lucas and Daniel, heal them completely, Lord, and, and ask God that they would recover fast. Lord, we also lift up to you your word that we will talk about this morning. Engage us through your spirit. And we pray that even as it's preached this morning, it will come alive deep within our souls, Lord. We ask, Lord that you would change us, renew us, mold us, Lord, and shape us. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, so what we're going to share this morning is about hearing the voice of God. Now, yeah, the, the question is, does God speak to us until today? You know, most of the times, we don't hear God much often. Well, it really depends. You know, if it, it depends if you have a relationship with God, or it depends if you just know God by, by name. You know, more often than not, the moment of silence are more about our listening than about God speaking. God did not stop speaking. You know, He doesn't stop speaking. He speaks all the time. But it's just that. Sometimes our ears are not prone, are not in possession to hear what God is saying. Or sometimes God is saying something and we're hearing another thing. Have you ever had that kind of conversation with someone? You know, the other person means well, but how you receive it is different. 
because you have your own filter. You have your own lens. When you hear something, it goes through the lens of how you hear words from the other person. God is always speaking in one way or another. The question is, are you ready to hear his voice? Are, are we ready to hear his voice? And there are many reasons why we cannot hear God. And here are some, some few reasons. One, okay, we are not paying enough attention to what God is saying. In Mark chapter 4, verse 25, 24 and 25, then Jesus added, Pay close attention to what you hear. The closer you listen, the more understanding you will be given, and you will receive even more. To those who listen to my teaching, more understanding will be given. But to those who are not listening, even what little understanding they have will be taken away from them. The reason why sometimes we cannot hear God is that we're not paying attention. The Lord is speaking. And the Lord is saying to you, to us, to you. The question is, do we take time? Do we pay attention? When we say pay attention, you know, we put our heart and our mind into it. You know, I, I have I have a wife, um, Margaret. He would always say, "Are you listening to me?" You know, he would call my attention, and he would stop talking if I'm not looking at her eyes. Because he wants to make sure that I am paying attention. I remember at one point we were walking down the beach and I was on my phone and he were and I was multitasking. At least that's what I was thinking. I was multitasking. But he said, but she said, So what was the last thought I said to you? Oh, what was it? <laughs> so I wasn't actually listening. I wasn't paying attention. Kind of like with our with our relationship with God. I believe the Lord is speaking to all of us, but different varying degrees. We can only hear God to we can only hear God based on how much we pay attention to his word. Next is because we just love to hear our own our, ourselves, our own voice. <clears throat> and sometimes we don't hear God because we we want to hear ourselves more often. You know, we want people to buy our philosophies, our ideas, our thoughts, our opinions. And because we want to hear much more of ourselves than the Word of God, we don't intend to shut down the voice of God. But because it's just too loud, we cannot hear God. Next is, there's just so many louder influences around us. And that's the reality. There are so many competing voices. Like, you know, um, Lucas just uh, talked about the algorithm in, in YouTube. Right? So, there's just too many loud influences. When you browse your social media, there's so many influences different from different voices that is asking you, you know, to give a comment, to give, a, to give your peace of mind on something. And if it's and one of I think one of the loud influences we can always hear is that we always lack for something. It's the voice of materialism. It's the voice of you know that there's always a need, and sometimes that that voice drowns out the voice of God. The other one is that 
This is just a reality. We can't hear God because we're just too tired. We're busy. Okay? And uh, we're always on the rush. It's always hard to, to, to hear God meditating. We're always, we're always on the rush. You know, we're always tired. You know, you open your Bibles at night, and then you fall asleep, and then wake up the following day, and then uh, you will rush back again to, to work because, because it's just the reality. And I remember the story of Elijah. He got so tired. He got so tired. He got, he got so burnt out. You know what the Lord did before the Lord spoke to him? The Lord made him rest. Made him sleep. And after two days of sleeping, feeding him, he ran and then he heard the voice of God. And the last one I have in my list is that our hearts are just far away from God. Our hearts are far away from Him. In Isaiah 59, 2, But your iniquities have separated you from God. Your sins have hidden His face from you, so that He will not hear. And the reason why we're not hearing God is that sometimes our heart is just far away from Him. I know God still speaks, but because our heart has been calloused by... Sometimes we're just angry. We're just mad. You know, sometimes our hearts are just drowned with so much anxiety. And we are just so far from Him. We cannot hear His voice. Or sometimes we just don't hear it. But the reality is, what and who will listen to determines what we believe and what we do. If we hear much about God then the things that comes out of our hearts, of our mind, the, the, philosophy, the philosophy we hold, it's just manifest in our conviction. You know, it determines what we will say. It will determine what we will do. Have you met someone who is so passionate about cooking? Yeah? You know, whenever you go around, I, well, I, I, I see Pao and, 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 and Blue, you know, I think one that's one of their passion cooking. So, if you see so, or someone who's who's in love with basketball, you no, know, when even outside the court they're dribbling, they're rehearsing because they've listened so much to you know maybe sports. They've listened so much in a cooking show. You ideate it. You put it in your mind. In the same manner. If it's the same thing with God, God's voice will just be frequent in our ears. You know, I see, I, Margaret and I was just walking around the corner in our block, and I saw this picture, and I kind of noticed that this is kind of um, frequent, psychic, you know, special, $20. You know, I guess I could put my own, you know, announcement, and if you need... To find your direction, I can pay for you or something, and then they can save $20. But there's really a need for people to hear God. And why do we want to hear God? People are looking for direction. People are looking, what's the next step for them? We, are all, we all want to, to hear that. 
Lord, what's the next step for me? Now that we're here in Canada, what's the next step for me? Now I'm finished in my degree, what's the next step for me? Now I'm finished with my PGWP, what's the next step for me? We're always looking for direction. And without the clear voice of God, we will be restless. You know, we will, we will be tired. You know, it, we will be disconnected with God. You know, it will leave you burned out. People are looking for God's, to, to hear God's word. God speaks to, to all of us. Whether you're a Christian or not, God speaks to all of us. But the clincher is this. If you have a relationship with God, it's just like you have a 5G connection with the Lord. Because hearing from God is relational. The way God speaks to his people is always in the context of covenantal relationship. If, if, if you don't have faith, if you have not faith, if you have not put your faith in God, the relationship is kind of like transactional. Lord, I will serve you here, but you give me this. Lord, I will forgive that person, but answer this prayer. Lord, I will not obey you here because you did not. It's kind of like that. You know, but the Lord cannot be mocked. Okay? But because he loved us, what the scripture is saying, he makes the sun rises both to good and evil, righteous and wicked. But for his children, he speaks differently with them. He speaks differently to all of us. And that's in the context of covenant. When we say covenant, it's not anymore about what we do. It's not anymore about what we say. It's not about religion anymore. It's about his relationship to us. God has revealed himself in the scripture as a God who speaks and communicates with men. God's nature and character is to have a relationship with people. And we cannot have relationship. You cannot have relationship without communication. Have you ever built relationship with someone with just you talking and the other person not saying anything. You know, in the K-drama that I used to watch, that's the unrequited love. <laughs> the Bible shows us that, the, that from the time he created the first man and woman, God has spoken to them on an individual, personal basis. Unfortunately, when sin came into the world, it hindered man's ability to hear from God. So hearing from God is relational. It's not transactional. And the more we cultivate this relationship, the more we hear God more. And it's just the byproduct of a healthy working relationship. We cannot say that I have a healthy relationship. And yet, you know and you know, the last time you had your quiet time was like six months ago during the annual prayer and fasting. It cannot be like that. You know, the Lord speaks to us and we hear them. So the challenge now, as believers, is to train our ears 
to hear the voice of God. You say, I'm not distracted, I'm not tired, but, you know, I'm not, um, I'm not far away from Him. But why is it that I don't get to hear God's voice often? Could it be that our ears are not just trained to hear the Word of God? You know, in, 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 in music, um, I would hear them, I'm not a musician, so you would have to train your ear to learn the different, you know, different sounds. Train your ear how to hear the bass, the guitar, the drums, you know, the alto. It takes time to train your ear. For some, they are very gifted. You know, they would identify the kind of note that the person is singing. Is it sharp? Is it flat? Is it in good melody? But for mere mortals like us, we need to train our ears so we can hear and appreciate the music. It's the same thing with God. If we can train our ear, then we can hear God clearly and frequently. You know, not just one time, big time, because you are in a dead-end situation, but because frequently. You know, you ride a bus, you felt the Lord spoke to you, the Lord brought a verse into your mind. You know, you were kind of taking a note on your phone. You, put, you, go down to your, you go to your work, and the Lord whispered to your ear, that person, you need to pray for that person. You don't know how, but you engage the Holy Spirit in your heart. Lord, how? And the Lord gives you an open door on how to do that. This is something that God wants to bring to all of us. So how do we train our ear, our ears to hear God? Let's read from John chapter 10, verses 1 to 16. <clears throat> it says here, Truly, truly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs in another way, that man is a thief and a robber. But he who enters the door, by the door, is the shepherd of the sheep. Now in verse 3, to him the gatekeeper opens. The sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. A stranger will not follow, but they will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of strangers. You know, what, what we can see here is that, you know, God is likening, likening himself as a shepherd, and we are his sheep. What he's saying is here is that the sheep hear his voice. In other words, the sheep recognize God's voice. The sheep recognize God's voice and then leads him out. The first thing we need to do to train ourselves is to how to recognize God's voice. Not to recognize his, vo his voice. So that's a question. How do we hear God? How do we know God is speaking to us? How do we know God is ministering to, to us? How do we know that what we're hearing in our mind is God and not just us? You know, we could always go back to Galatians chapter 5, verse 22. That the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, 
self-control. God will not be out of character saying something to us and not out coming from love. It will always come from love. It will always come from joy. It will always come from peace. It will always come from patience and loving kindness. You know what? Our minds have been conditioned by negativity. And if we're not careful, even if we are believers, our minds can still be filled by negativity and unbelief. And sometimes when, we, when God speaks to us, we doubt it. Oh, that's too good to be true. Oh, that's not a promise for me. That's a promise for this person. Oh, there's a promise only if I do this. You know, there are some promises that are conditional. There are promises that God inherently gives it to us. So we hear his voice. We recognize his voice. And I, I, I sense that some of us, whenever we try to discern God's voice, we hear God's voice in the lens of how we viewed God before. Oh, I don't think God is, I, I, I don't think I can hear from God because I've done something and he's mad at me. Is that what, is that God really speaking to you? Or sometimes we just can't hear, or we're trying to hear God, but we're trying, but we're hearing the anxiety, but not the voice of peace. The Spirit of God will give you peace. We need to train our mind to hear what God is saying. And we can know how, and we can know God is saying to us through the fruit of the Spirit. I also remember the story in 1 Samuel chapter 3, verses 1 to 11, when Eli was still teaching him how to, to, to hear the, the, the Spirit of God, to hear God. He was lying on his bed. Maybe it's, you know, at night. You know, he was a young boy. Scholars would say he was about 12 years old. And the voice out of nowhere just spoke to him and said, Samuel, Samuel. And so Samuel thought it was Eli. And so he got up, went to Eli. Are you calling me? Eli was so, you know, Eli was so dense. He didn't know, you know, of course, it's not him. So who else could it be? But what he said, just go back to your bed. I did not call you. But Samuel heard it again. Samuel, Samuel. So Samuel went back again to, to Eli. And then Eli thought, it must be God. So when you hear someone's calling you again, say this. Here I am. Speak to me. Samuel doesn't have a knowledge about how God speaks to him. It was his first encounter. But when he said, speak to me, it was like, and it was like the door was open for him. And all of a sudden, he heard God. He, he heard God that night. And the following day, Eli asked him, so what did God tell you about? He was kind of afraid, I'm sure, because it was a judgment for Eli. But nonetheless, he said it. But a very curious thing said in verse 19, it says here, Samuel grew and the Lord was with him. And let none of his words fall to the ground. Okay. He grew. 
He trained his ear, his, his ear by recognizing the voice of God. I'd like to encourage all of us here today. Let's engage God. Let's engage God in, in his word. Let's engage God in our hearts and in our mind and hear his voice. If you don't know how, maybe we could all copy what Samuel did. Lord, here I am. Speak to me. And I believe the Lord will also speak to you. That's always in the confines of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. Not condemnation. Not guilt. Not anxiety. Because if you sense that right at the forefront, you need to shut it down. Because that's not the spirit of the Lord. The next one is, heed his word. In the same verse, let's read in uh, John chapter 10, verse 3 and 4 and 5. To him, yeah, let's, when he has brought out all his own, he goes before them. And the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. A stranger they will not follow, but they will flee from him. For they do not know the voice of strangers. I like what it says here. The sheep follow him, for they know his voice. The only reason why the sheep follow him is because they know his voice. And there's no other way around. You know, before we all become Christians, we all follow God. Not because we know his voice, but because we want something from him. You know, we want something from him or we are scared of something, right? Meaning this one speaks more of a delight rather than of a duty towards God. When he has brought, uh, you know, what the scripture is saying here is that we can follow God and we can follow and know his voice. I like what Tim Keller said. To, to be loved but not known is superficial. To be known but not loved is our nightmare. Only Jesus knows us to the bottom and loves us to the sky. You know, when we heed his word, it takes practice. A little bit of obedience will go to a big step of obedience. We, God will entrust us his words depending on how we obey him. If we obey him in small things, we will, obey, we will obey him in big things. If we can hear God in whisper, we can hear God in a big loud shouts. It's in the essence of proximity. You know, in this, uh, in this, in this scripture, we, we had a series about Psalm 23. You know, it's interesting because the shepherd knows his sheep and the sheep knows the shepherd's voice. It's kind of like for all of us. And when and when the and when the shepherd calls his sheep, the sheep heed its voice. Sometimes they don't. But for us, we can always go back to the scripture. We can always go back to God. Lord, I don't know what to do, but give me the grace, give me the wisdom on how to obey your word. The next thing we can do to, to train our ears to hear from God. I'll jump in John chapter 10, verse 14 to 16. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. I know my own and my own know me. Just as the Father know me, knows me, and I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. 
and I, and I have other sheep that are not of this fold. I must bring them also, and they will listen to my voice. So there will be one flock, one shepherd. We can know God. And the word that was used here um, in literal translation, it's being naked with God. That's the word know means in this, in this scripture. We can know God through and through. And we can know, and God can know us, can, can know us through and through. You know, God is transcendent, meaning He is vast, He is massive, yet at the same time, He is imminent. He is so personal that we can know Him through His Word. And it's the same thing, God, for us. So, how can we know God? We can know God through His Word. You know, when we're training our ears to hear from God, you know, we cannot train our ears and listen to different influences and podcasts. If we want to train our ear to know what God is saying, we need to tune our ears to the scripture. Okay, read, a, read the Bible or make, get an audio Bible, hear it. In 2 Timothy 3.16, all scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. It's the first training. Consume the word of God. I'd really like to encourage you. Because how can we know if God is saying, if, if you're hearing Something is God what is actually saying. Because the reality is the Lord will not contradict his word. The Lord will not, you know, the Lord is not confused. Most of the time it's us who is confused. We're trying to contradict his word. But since our ears have been trained to hear the word of God by reading the scripture and listening to it, we know what's, what lies and we know what truth, you know, um, the, the voice that we're hearing. Next is that we can know God through the Holy Spirit. John 6, 63, the Spirit gives life, the flesh counts for nothing. The words I have spoken to you are spirit, and they are life. No, we can know God through the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the still small voice, you know, behind in your mind and in your heart, saying you, this is something that you need to do. This is something that you need to obey God for. It's a still small voice that tells you to love your to love your neighbor, to be generous, to serve. Maybe it's a still small voice that God is. Uh, it's a still small voice that you are hearing, that you know God wants you to volunteer. Maybe it's that it, you know. It's the still small voice that that that's speaking to you to be extra kind. That's the still small voice. It's the Holy Spirit. We can know God through the Holy Spirit, and God can unpack His thoughts, His heart to us through the Holy Spirit. And we can know God through the community of faith in Acts 13, chapter 2, verse 3. While they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, kind of like what we're doing here today, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work for which I have called them. So after they had fasted and prayed, 
they placed their hands on them and sent them off. You know, we can know God through the community of faith. And that's the reason why if we neglect meeting together, whether on a Sunday or in a weekday, you know, we also kind of neglect, you know, we kind of uh, drift away from knowing who God is. But when wherever we are with other believers alongside with us, we also get fired up. You know, we know God through the community of faith. You know, God speaks to us. But we need to train our ears to hear his voice, to heed his word, okay, and to know him. And God speaks to us in many different ways. God speaks to us through prayer. If you pray, I hope we are. And when we pray, God speaks to us. God speaks to us when we worship and when we sing some songs. God speaks to us through godly counsel. I hope you have friends that can go alongside with you, that can balance what, you know, what you're hearing. Is this what God is telling me? Can you, can you bear witness to this? God can speak to us through dreams, dreams, visions, and prophetic word. Now, as we grow in our relationship with God, we will also grow in our ability to discern his voice. Meaning this takes practice. In Hebrews chapter 5, verse 14, it says here, But solid food is for the mature. For those who have their powers, for those who have their powers of discernment trained by constant practice to distinguish good from evil. It takes a lot of practice for us to hear God. And I guess the, the assignment I'd like us to, you know, to leave everyone, if there's one, you know, when you do your quiet time, you journal. Lord, here I am. What are you saying through your word? Lord, here I am. What are you affirming? It's always edifying. It's always encouraging. And it's always strengthening. That's how the Spirit of the Lord speaks to us. Hear His voice, hear His word, and know God. Again, this is in the context of relational or covenantal relationship with God. The closer we are with God, you know, the sharper we are in hearing His voice. So we know and we know. You know, if we are, if we're not hearing from God, Lord, Take me deeper and closer to you. It's the proximity you know, that it, it, it will help us hear from the Lord. Now, as we, as we close, I'd like us to pray for, for two things. One is that if, if you want to be trained, you want to know God more, you want to hear God more, it's like, a, it's like a regular thing for you to hear God. And that's you today. You know, I'd like you to raise your hand. You see, you want to hear God more on, your, on a daily basis. You know, can I see a show of hands here? Um, can, we, can we all stand up, please? Let's pray. Let's pray. Lord, for many of us here, we have 
seen and we have heard. We have heard testimonies of people hearing from you. But Lord, some of us here today, Lord, they have not experienced that on their own. And Lord, I ask God that today, as you have brought your people near to you, the first thing I'd like to ask God is that you would baptize your people with your Holy Spirit. Lord, and fall afresh in us today in Jesus' name. And so, Lord, we ask God that you would open our ears to hear from you. We pray, Lord, for everyone who's here today who's wanting to know you. We ask God that they would Lord, we ask God that they would discern your voice, that they would recognize your voice. They would recognize the spirit of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control, Lord God, just coming from your throne, speaking to them. Lord, we ask God that you would allow your people to hear it with clarity and to hear it with frequency. Lord, May your voice change us, transform us. May your voice, Lord God, direct us and guide us. Lord, we pray, God, that you would take us out of fear and bring us to the destiny where you want us to go. Sometimes we just don't want to hear you because we are so afraid of, of what can happen. But just like Moses, just like Elijah, just like people in the scripture you call them out of their fears and you and you push them towards the destiny that you have for them and so I speak also that same destiny and calling for all of us here today as we hear you take us out of fear and push us nudge us bring us Lord to the destiny that you have for us because you you are our shepherd and we are your sheep Lord, we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. You've been listening to a message from Every Nation GTA. Thanks for joining us. For more information, visit our website at everynationgta.org.